listening to Shift, the Lakeland Chamber of Commerce podcast. As the catalyst for business success, convener of leaders and influencers, and champion for our thriving community, the Lakeland Chamber will bring you weekly conversations with those working to secure Lakeland's future. Here's your host, Lakeland Chamber President and CEO, Corey Skates. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Shift, the Lakeland Chamber of Commerce podcast. I am President and CEO Corey Skates, and I am fortunate today to be joined by my great staff. We have Brandy Friedenk, who is our new Communications and Marketing Director, as well as Sarah Breed, our Chief Operating Officer. And how we're going to do it today, because of everything that's going on in the world, it's tough to get guests to come into our podcast room. And this is the last day before our Safer at Home notice kicks in for the state of Florida. So we're just going to share open conversation today about what we've been working on at the Chamber, and then also talk about some of the things that we've got coming up on our schedule and what it's going to be like to work from home. I'm still trying to figure out what that's going to be like. Just letting everybody know uh, for about the last week, we've had about 50% of our staff at one point working at home. We gave everybody the option and said, if you want to go home, we understand. Now we're, I think, down to the final three. and the rest have been working from home, but we've been keeping in contact. We've been doing daily Zoom meetings, which have been a lot of fun, and we'll talk about those. People are talking about the new normal, but I don't like to talk about it being a new normal. I'm ready to go back to the old normal. Mm -hmm. So Sarah, why don't you just talk a little bit about some of the things that you've been working on for the past week? I know Leadership Lakeland has been getting fast and furious. So, you know, we started this year thinking things were going to go according to plan and follow a schedule, and of course, everyone has seen that that's just not the case. We started in March with our nominations and then this really just spiraled so quickly so what we have done is we decided for the first time at least that I've ever known mm-hmm. we're doing an open application process which means that even if you weren't nominated for Leadership Lakeland we know your minds were busy with your businesses and your health and your families even if you weren't nominated you can still apply and then the other thing that we're doing is we're going to extend the application process so online application is not going to be Um, until May 15th. And another thing we're doing new this year is that we've always had people turn in paper applications in addition to their online form and with social distancing and things like that. We're not going to require that this year. So all you have to do is apply online by May 15th and then you have applied and then we will kind of follow the same procedures from that. But definitely some changes with Leadership Lakeland, but we are making the best of it. Mm -hmm. And we still think that in August when this restarts, we feel like people are really going to want to invest in something like Mm -hmm. this after going through what we're going through. Are there any updates on the current class? I know they're getting towards the end, so it's interesting times for them. Kind of like the one a couple years ago when we had Hurricane Irma come through, and I know they were having their retreat at my church and some different things than what we're normally used to. Yeah, so that was class 35, and we thought that was just a crazy start to the year, and then this happened. So class 37, they have a story that no other class Mm -hmm. will ever be able to share. So sadly, we did have to cancel the last two day sessions, but our day chairs are so wonderful that they are actually going to make it that their session available to uh, this year's class next year. So they'll still have that opportunity to be able to to experience the Mm -hmm. full year. It's just going to look a little bit different. Yeah. Well, the times have have called us to do that. And so we're doing the best we can. Brandy, you are the newest member of our chamber team. And I know you kind of came in at a really interesting time. Uh, I was talking to a, a friend of mine at another chamber the other day who had been without an executive for a year 
and wow. they had hired somebody and they were starting this week so it's like wow welcome welcome to chamber world <laughs> here you go here's a here's a pandemic to deal with so some of the stuff you've been working on since you got here i know you've been keeping you very busy hasn't been really what we intended you to be working on but yeah i'm not quite sure yeah. what the new normal is <laughs> so or the old normal that's, that's true <laughs> i've currently been working very closely with Sarah and yourself, obviously, and jumping in where I can to assist and work with our chamber members. We've been working on a gift card incentive, so I've been staying on top of that, trying Mm -hmm. to keep those updated and update what we have on our Facebook page. We've also decided to do a design and direction, so if there are members out there who are needing assistance with graphic design or marketing, posters, social media, they can reach out, and I'd be more than happy to assist them in doing the those design processes. Also, we have 15 second promotional videos that we've been doing and uploading to our Facebook, just trying to let everyone know that Lakeland is still open. Although we are closing, <laughs> we are still open and available to mm-hmm. do e-commerce or pickup delivery, those type of things. Mm-hmm. So anything that I can do marketing and promotional wise is what I'm trying to Yeah, that's great. And that's what so much of it is right now is just getting the word out Mm -hmm. that our businesses are still and we've been hashtagging it open for business. I've been trying to go around and visit as many of our chamber restaurants as I can. I think my waistline is showing that at this (laughs) point. But anything to support our small businesses at this time, because uh, that was the main initiative behind the gift card incentive program was to try to get some cash flow to these businesses Mm -hmm. who may be struggling right now. So it's buy it now, use it later take somebody out to dinner, you know, do something like that, give it as a gift, uh, just as an opportunity to be able to support businesses in this difficult time. One of the other things we've been working on, I know, has been calling on investors. We're calling them wellness checks. Sarah, I know you've been doing some of those. I have as well. What have you been hearing from investors? Well, first of all, the investors are very pleased to hear from us. You know, they they know we have many members to check on. And so just the fact that they're getting a call or a follow-up email if we weren't able to reach them. And so their story is kind of what we're hearing across the board. They're suffering a little bit Mm -hmm. and they're not quite sure how long this is going to last. And so they just said anything that we can do to help them, whether it's the, the 15 second videos, something that's really powerful right now is because we're all behind closed doors so much, even to just be able to see someone's face on Facebook for Mm -hmm. 15 seconds, just to make some sort of connection, like, Oh, my friend, you know, Mm -hmm. they're still there and they're, they're doing okay. And I just think that's very powerful. And so that, that's sort of what our investors have relayed to me. Yeah. And we, We've been doing these leads groups that we normally do in person, some here, some on the north side, the one at Sandland we have now. We've been doing those virtually, and I guess we're going to move to a one day a week just so we can kind of bring all those groups Mm -hmm. together. Since we have been starting these daily Zoom seminar sessions, which I think have been a great success, this this afternoon we had one in conjunction with our friends at the Winterhaven Chamber with Brince Manning from the U.S. Chamber talking about the CARES Act Mm -hmm. and everything else that's going on with that in terms of the loans and grants that are available. People have lots of questions and that's a real moving target right now. Mm -hmm. So we encourage you to go to our website. We always encourage you to go to our website, but especially now at the top, we have some tabs that I think are very relevant. Mm -hmm. Uh, One being our COVID-19 resource page, which we update. And I was updating it last night at 11 o'clock at night when we got some new information from the U.S. Department of Treasury on some changes to the payroll protection. So we'll always be updating 
that. We also have information on there about our restaurants that you can do takeout, delivery, pickup. The curbside pickup seems to be a real popular thing right now. So we've got easy links to our chamber investors. You can go on there and click on it, either get a menu or go straight to ordering. We also have information on our gift card incentive program. So Brandy, I was going to ask you, what have you seen with that? I know you've been assembling most of the restaurants and and other businesses, and it's open to chamber members and non-members because we are all in this together. A lot of businesses are very appreciative, whether they are members or not members, that, that we are doing that. In the beginning, a bunch of them came in, and we still have some coming in every day. The page is getting larger and larger, but we're getting very good feedback on that. And some people who weren't so sure about the gift card found out about the 15-second promotional video, and so it's a little bit for everyone. So if it's not something that would work definitely for your business, we still have the promotional video. So I think we're trying to touch base with every type of member and their type of service and be able to provide some type of business to go to then during this time. So what would a business have to do to submit one of those 15-second videos? As long as you have a cell phone or you have some means to, to do a video, what I recommend you would need to do is write down your business, write down the purpose of what your video is, tell them a little bit about what your business is about, what are you wanting to let the consumers know, uh, what's going on in your business, do you have a product that you would like to present to them, do you have some specials that are going on, is there a website that they can go to to find out daily specials or find out any promotions that you have and then write it all down on a piece of paper and then maybe go over it a few times have a find a background area that displays your business or displays what your business does and then just 15 second video introduce yourself tell about your business what the promotion is and then a call to action tell them where they can go to find additional information mm-hmm. it's really being able to work on your elevator pitch as well exactly <laughs> they tell you to keep it to that 15 to 30 second time frame or else you've lost them at that point. So Sarah, what else have you been working on in your department? I know you've had plenty of things to work on, but things have been changing all the time. So I'm sure there's been a change in in your work schedule as well. Yes, well, we came into April with, you know, thinking we were going to have various events that, of course, have been postponed or canceled. So, you know, I've been trying to assist as much as possible with just getting out the COVID-19 resources as much as possible and, you know, any sort of communication that we need to try and get out there. And then also helping with some of these, the virtual chats that you were talking mm-hmm. about. And, and I kind of want to circle back to that for a second because we've got some upcoming ones that are going to be very impactful. So tomorrow is actually at 10 a.m. just an open forum for for chamber members to get in and, and share what's going on with your business and maybe talk to other members about yes. what, what you're facing. And that'll be every Friday we'll be doing that yes. type of free-for-all forum or whatever we're going to call it on Fridays. Yes, follow-up <laughs> Oh, follow-up. Okay, that's not, it's not free-for-all. So this kind of goes back to what Brandy was talking about, her design and direction campaign with helping members with some of their marketing materials. On Monday, for Marketing Monday, we have Michelle Ledford, principal at MADE, who was also our chair last year for the chamber and chair for Leadership Lakeland. And she's going to be covering tips on how do you market right now? What are some strategies to change your marketing campaign? And so after learning from Michelle, then that would be a great time to then reach out to Brandy to see how she could help you. Yeah. And hopefully people are getting some additional information out of our podcast as we do these. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle was on the first one. That's what made me think about it. We talked about what it means to be a 3C chamber, catalyst, convener, and champion for our community. And that was also with Matt Clark, our current chair, and Will Link, who is our chair-elect. So we had the past, present, and future volunteer leadership of the chamber doing that one. So that was an exciting conversation. And I know last week we spoke to area nonprofits mm-hmm. just about how people can continue to stay involved and give back. And uh, we had a special guest host on that one. I, I 
can't remember who that was exactly, <laughs> but, but we had one, and she did a wonderful job. Oh, thank you. Um, and the, the week before that, just as we were starting to get into this whole COVID-19 situation, we actually had uh, Derek Oxford from CPS Investment Advisors talk about the financial impacts that we were seeing. We had Adil Khan from Lakeland Surgical and Diagnostic Center talking about, of course, the healthcare uh, ramifications. And then we had Amanda Walls from Peterson and Myers, and she's kind of an expert when it comes to HR things. Mm-hmm. So I know a, a lot of businesses right now have had HR questions about, you know, oh, for sure. sending employees home. What can I ask? What can I ask? Those types of things. So she did a great job answering those questions. So if you want to go back and listen to some of these podcasts, I think they're staying fairly relevant. The further we get into this situation, the more information like that you're going to want to know. So Brandy, we're going to be uh, working on some new things going into the rest of the year once we get to the rest of the year. Some of that is going to deal with some things that our foundation is working on, which is a lot of the leadership development programs, things like that, but also a capital campaign for our new business resource center, which we are continuing to move forward with because I think now more than ever, when we come out of this situation, our businesses are really going to be looking for those resources and the access to timely, relevant information. So are you excited about working on some things dealing with a capital campaign and putting together literature and things like that? I'm very excited, actually. I spoke with Jazz as well and trying to come up with different ideas and make sure that we are ready for when we are back to business and out there talking with our members and getting them back on their feet. So we will have everything redesigned and ready to go with all the up-to-date information that we can provide. And that is my goal for this time that we're going to be home is making sure that we we are ready for that time. Yeah, I've been incredibly impressed with the work product so far. I mean, we've had things getting updated all the time and I don't even have to ask for them. I just, they come to me and I'm like, wow, that's really amazing. So we appreciate all the work that you're doing. Sarah, uh, just in terms of your role as chief operating officer, this is a new new position mm-hmm. for you. What a time to come into this. You're doing a great job, but it's been like drinking out of a fire hose for yes, you. What's been the most surprising thing that you've had to deal with? I think for me, what's been the most surprising is is that I thought I knew a lot about the chamber before, and I feel like I did. I feel like mm-hmm. I knew a pretty good amount, but moving into this role, I just feel like there's so much that I didn't know or that I only had a surface level understanding mm-hmm. of how our operations work or how HR works or our processes and things like that. And so just really learning to really dig in mm-hmm. and get below that surface level. I think that's been the most surprising thing for me, just realizing that there's a lot left to learn, but that's a good yeah. thing. And I've seen and there's been a lot of streamlining of services, mm-hmm. which has been great. And with Amber in her new role as mm-hmm. vice president of investor relations yes. and finance, I got to get used to that vice president title. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it once you start digging into everything you Mm -hmm. start to learn a lot more about what goes on in the inner workings and I've been doing this 14 years and I'm still learning things all the time and and it's it's always an exciting nothing nothing is ever the same every day is different I think that's what we enjoy so much about chamber work is that uh, you never quite know what you're going to confront when you come to work Mm -hmm. but it's all about helping our businesses at the end of the day and so that's that's something that times like this really remind us of our mission and why we're doing what we're doing and why our role is so important in the community. It's unfortunate that sometimes it takes a reminder like this, mm-hmm. but I think this has really brought it to the surface. And, and I couldn't be more proud of the staff and all the hours that have been put in both here and at home and late nights and early mornings. So thank you to all of you for that. So Brandy, we know when you came here, you had come with a little bit of chamber experience. You spent a few months running the Mulberry Chamber. What was it about chamber work that intrigued you to 
to get back into it by joining our team. I'd have to begin with saying that I really enjoy getting to know the community and the business leaders. And you can always learn an abundance from each person and their different experience. Also, all the different events and the way that the chamber gives back to the community, not only for the businesses, but the community in general. I love that feeling. I love the feeling of giving back. I love the feeling of seeing people succeed and being there and knowing that you are part of that success. So I, I just enjoy the entire aspect of the chamber. I, I'm from Mulberry, so mm-hmm. I loved being a part of the Mulberry Chamber. And then when I saw the opportunity to be a part of the Lakeland Chamber, I was beyond excited to apply for it and get the phone call. So I believe that the chamber does amazing things for the community and I just want to be a part of it. That's great. All right. So we've been in this situation with COVID-19 for a couple weeks now and we're trying to keep a brave face on everything. But one of the things I wanted to ask you both is what's something that you miss most that you used to do on a regular basis that now has become more difficult? So this is not necessarily something that's become more difficult, but just something that I've noticed and and definitely miss is, you know, we have a very friendly community. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I walk a lot around the lakes. And so as I've been walking around and everyone then steps so far out of their way and then it's almost like we've lost the ability to even say hello it's Mm -hmm. like we think because we have to be six feet away we can't even say hi to each other anymore and so I I miss just being able to like see someone and just say hey how are you you know and that's not that's a little bit of an exaggeration Mm -hmm. but still I feel like this sort of fear and also just being responsible of of keeping your social distancing I really am missing the interaction and that's coming a lot for me being that I'm pretty introverted Mm -hmm. like with my job I definitely have to be more out there but just personally you know I'm a bit more of an introvert and I'm missing people like I would really like to just have a like a get together with a bunch of people yeah I know I keep saying that when I see our leads groups coming together on zoom I'm like I can't wait to give you guys a hug you know it's only so much I could do you know just to see you you know I really want to have that personal interaction in fact I was on my food tours that I've been doing lately I was at uh, (laughs) HTO one of our great investors the other day and there was one family in there it was a husband and wife and their two little kids and we just kind of looked at each other and we just got this big smile on our faces and I was like it's just good to see people it's just good to interact with somebody they're like yeah I know it's crazy so yeah it's really come to that which is too bad that you got to stand six feet away from each other even when you're in a line somewhere so yeah it's that's definitely difficult what about for you Brandy Well, I have two daughters, so I think the socialization for them and being out with their friends, and Mm -hmm. currently Mm -hmm. it's in the middle of soccer season that Mm -hmm. it never started. So our weekend activities have changed. Um, Going to events, we would like we like to go to First Friday sometimes Mm -hmm. and go to any of the events around town, and we're not having those. So that I'm bored Mm -hmm. is happening a lot. So I I miss that. I have family that lives in Tampa, and we have a lot of birthdays coming up. So it's going to be a lot of zoom happy birthdays and not family time together so yeah i've got a few of those coming up my dad's birthday is april 4th my wife's is april 7th and my daughter's is april 8th so we're gonna be uh doing a lot of zoom parties and with this new safer at home order now we talked about doing some of these drive-through safaris or whatever it is and a lot of those are having to close because they're not essential so i guess we're gonna hang out in the backyard just open presents hopefully the presents get here hopefully uh delivery services are still considered essential or else it's going to be a really sad week of birthdays yeah i definitely miss 
miss the opportunity to go and watch sporting events, mm-hmm. uh, especially my kids. They both play travel soccer for the tropics and having tournaments get canceled. The Florida Cup has been at least postponed, if not canceled, and knowing how much they look forward to playing. And I know they were really looking forward, and, and I was as well. The tropics were having a bang-up yes. season this year. They were headed, I think, to winning it all in the indoor soccer league. And unfortunately, the season came to an end. Hopefully, we'll still get our Eastern Conference champion banner that we can hang next year. But same thing goes for our Lakeland Magic. Mm-hmm. They were starting to really turn it around, and we're looking playoff bound, and we were really excited about things happening with them. And then that season came to an end. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of – I was watching last night a replay of an NFL game from 2013. That's how desperate it's gotten. <laughs> and cornhole championships and they have sign spinner championships the guys that stand out on the road with the signs and spin them there's actually a tournament out in las vegas every year they're pretty amazing but that's what it's come to for me to try to find any sport to watch yeah i've I've noticed that when i'm flipping through the stations and i'm like oh hockey and i'm like oh hockey from like 20 years ago yeah yeah we were watching a world cup game from russia this past time i think i was watching portugal and uruguay play the other night and i'm like I know what the score was, but darn if I'm not going to watch it because it's something to watch. And my girls were right there with me. So it was it was at least family time. Have either of you seen any silver linings to all of this? Just in terms of if you got to find something positive that's coming out of being forced to stay at home more and not go out as much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to make the best out of any situation because life is not perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think anyone expected this to happen. And But we, we definitely have to stay positive. And I think even though we are sad that some of the things have been canceled and postponed, the ability to take the time and slow down and reevaluate and spend that extra time with our family and just really take a hard look at what we've been doing and how we can do things better. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, I think some of these new inventive ways that people are using to carry on with their business, I think those are going to continue. And I don't think yeah. that's a bad thing. And of course, you know, we want everyone to stay healthy and we want their businesses to thrive. But at the same time, I think we can take some positivity away from this. Yeah, I was actually visiting with one of our restaurant members a week ago and they had started doing the curbside pickup. And I said, how's business? And they said, it's down, but we're still getting a lot of, you you know, to-go orders and, and things like that. But they said, you know what? This curbside pickup is great. I had no idea that people would be so interested in mm-hmm. just being able to drive up and us take them the food. They said, we're going to keep doing this after this is all said and done because it's been so successful. They said, I think it's just a convenience that people want all the time. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that continues. How about you, Brandy? Any The business owners that have been in business for longer, they started a certain way. And sometimes as fast as technology and as fast as advertising and marketing, what means have changed that some people have not always stayed up to date to those means. So it's kind of forced people into that change. And a lot of times when the change is hard, but then once you've gotten through the change, you realize how amazing and beneficial it can be for your business. So I think in some aspects, it's going to push them to grow from this experience and that once we get back to our normal that they will have had all this different learning experience and it will actually grow their business in the long run. Yeah, I think you're right. And mm-hmm. we're, we're even seeing that in the chamber industry. I was on a uh, webinar with the Chamber of Commerce Professionals. They have a page on social media and a gentleman, Frank Kenny, who I hope to have on our podcast sometime. So Frank, if you're listening to this, and I know you've been listening to ours, hopefully you'll join us sometime to talk about the industry as a whole. They have about 4,500 different chamber professionals from across the country who are actively 
involved in idea sharing and everything on this page. And he asked me to be on his national show last week. And we got to talking about different things that we've learned through this process. And I told him, actually, we've gotten to do things with these Zoom meetings and these virtual leads groups and different things that we're working on. And we've seen people involved in these that may not have been involved with the chamber prior. And it's a lot of, I don't have time to come to things. I can't get out, but they found a way to be able to do it virtually. And I said, I think it's given us an opportunity to maybe meet some of our members where they are instead of always saying, well, you got to come to things or you're not going to get anything out of your benefits. You know, you're really not going to see the value and we're going to lose you next year. I think we'll probably continue to do a lot of these things. Maybe not a daily, you know, Zoom meeting or, you know, anything like that. But I think we'll continue to do some of these things because we've seen the value. I think our investors have seen the value in doing these types of things. So we've learned through this process as well. And I think we'll keep learning and keep evolving because the industries that don't evolve are the ones that aren't around anymore. And having been a guy that grew up in Rochester, New York, the home of Kodak, I think they're probably a perfect example of Mm -hmm. companies that didn't evolve and they are Mm -hmm. where they are today because of it. So with that, is there any other things that you wanted to talk about that we've been working on or things that are coming up? I know we've got events that are coming down the pike. We do have our legislative wrap-up event still on the calendar in May. We're going to see where that goes, but we are not canceling anything at this point. We're just going to be shifting things around quite a bit just to be sure that we can continue to give value and continue to do these virtual meetings as well. So Sarah, any things on the horizon for you? Well, I think we're just playing things by ear. I'm going to be very happy when we get to relaunch our Good Day Lakeland series. We've got some great speakers lined up for this year, so you'll be hearing more about those soon. Of course, I can't wait to get back to highlighting our nonprofits with our Nod to Nonprofits initiative. We've got some great ones lined up for the rest of this year. So whenever we have the green light, you know, we'll be implementing those again. And one last thing, you know, please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you need anything. You know, I know that right now we're not physically open, but we really are answering our phone calls, answering our emails behind the scenes. I know we've been pushing out a lot of information, and so I know it can sometimes be overwhelming. But if you feel like something's missing, you know, we can help find the right person to talk to. So please don't hesitate to call us or email us if you need anything. That's great. Brandy, anything from you? I would have to piggyback off of Sarah. I agree. If you have a great idea that perhaps that we could use to help you or you need to find additional information, that too, we would be more than happy to assist. Yeah, and we're going to be available via email, uh, via social media. Uh, We're updating that on a regular basis. We're trying to push out information about our businesses that are still open and give you some ideas of how to support them. But I just want to thank our community because I've really seen so many people out there stepping up, doing what they're supposed to do with the social distancing. I think our community is great in that way that we see that we're all in this together and we want to support each other and continuing to support our gift card initiative because I think it's important to be able to help get these businesses through this tough time. But yeah, we'll be uh, continuing to do the podcast. I'll be trying to do this from home, figuring out a way to get some callers or, or something and continue to push out information because I think that's what it's all about right now. And what you're going to start to see probably in the next week or two is us really transitioning into 
how do we come out of this? You know, what are we going to be able to do to support businesses after this is all said and done? Because I think we've inundated our businesses with so much information, and we're going to continue to do that and keep updating what's on our website. But we also need to start looking ahead and start to plan for what businesses are going to need for support once we get through this. And uh, I think, Sarah, you've got one more point? Yeah, and I, I wanted to go back to the gift card incentive program one more time, just to make sure we mentioned the LDDA, the, the Lakeland yes. Downtown mm-hmm. Development Authority. We partnered with them on that because they have a lot of, of course, downtown businesses they're, they're trying to support. Mm-hmm. And then also, I know we've talked a lot about our restaurants because we have our delivery and takeout page, right. but if you have any type of business with mm-hmm. gift card abilities, then you can go on that page. You don't have to be a restaurant, retail, anything else. If you have the ability for someone to purchase a gift card or a gift certificate, whether you're a member or not a member, you can be on that page. Well, be sure to check out our podcast. We've got past episodes up and available on different platforms, and so you'll have that information available whenever you need it. And also, be sure to visit us on lakelandchamber.com, where we're constantly updating all of our resource pages so that you have the most up-to-date information on how to best benefit your business. So with that, I'd like to thank Brandy and Sarah for joining me today, being our guests, and we will see you next week for another episode of Shift. Thank you for listening to Shift, the Lakeland Chamber of Commerce podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. For past episodes of Shift and additional information about what's happening in our business community, visit us at lakelandchamber.com.